My fellow Americans, are you tired of the new normal? Are you tired of the lies? Election fraud. You know the thing that the mainstream media and big tech says doesn't exist? It is time to end it. We must keep going. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But by all means, keep moving. Many of you are sitting here because you're wanting to know what the plan is. This has to be peaceful. We have the right to peacefully assemble. The solution has been in front of us all along. Ask God if you should step into the gap and become a part of the plan. The plan is simple. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. We are the plan. If you're waiting for others to do the work for you, you're going to be waiting a long time. We are Conservative Daily. Boom! What's up, Welcome back. Yeah, so uh, I want to welcome everybody to the show. I, I, we just, just so everyone's aware, and let me see if this is going to let me do this without. Yeah, okay, it did. Um, I am now in Arizona, and uh, it was a long, long drive, and the place is flooded with feds. Flooded. So all the feds are coming out of nowhere, all the controlled opposition, all the people that are inside of groups that don't want us to do anything. They're all coming out of nowhere. But what happened, Apollo? J.P. Sears. J.P. Spears himself, in fact, called out our movement and called out the absolute corruption and nonsense coming out of uh, Katie Hobbs, the ridiculous conflict of interest that she refused to acknowledge uh, when she refused to step down uh, from running the election in which she's a candidate for governor, and the uh, the just disgusting level of uh, of malfeasance and ineptitude that occurred in the election, and then called out the people of Arizona, read the letter uh, for the people of Arizona demanding a new election. Yeah, so. Let's talk about this for a minute. This is this I think is the most important part is that there everyone else around is talking about it. And all of these people I, I went and met with, uh, a, I don't know, half dozen groups, people uh, yesterday. I've got a bunch of meetings today and they <laughs> one of the group members parroted what was told to me by another group and then said, yeah, you can't can't trust that group. They're really bad. You can't trust that group. They're really bad. Can't trust that group. They're really bad. And I went, okay, so who can we trust? They're like, you could trust us. (laughs) (laughs) I went, but you have two guys on your team. One is ex DEA and one is, I used to work for the bureau and like, yeah, yeah, but, but they're Patriots. And I went, no, <laughs> I actually said that out loud. I went, no, 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 no. And then I went and met, and the guys are like, okay, so you need to, you get a permit, and you need to, and I go, I don't need a permit for redress agreements. Wait, I don't what? need a permit. <laughs> yeah. And, and they're talking about these permits, and I just, I'm, I'm out. 
So, so why would I, why would I put myself in a place where, where every, look, everyone knows what's happening with the election systems. Everyone knows when, when JP comes out, do we have that cut? Do we have that cut Apollo? Yeah, we have it. I can, uh, I can skip through it a little bit cause it's a long video. Um, yeah, but 17 I can, minutes I can definitely long. play it. But JP literally comes out and says, you, you'd have to be stupid not to believe the election fraud that exists. You'd have to really be complicit in the behavior. And he tries to take a soft approach and he tells us really the truth. And that is, we're going to go to court and do all this court stuff and it's not going to take us anywhere. You want to know why? Because the entire system is corrupt and he talks clearly about it. Clearly. So if we can just skip a little bit through it, I think it might be it might be a good way to place to start. But this he actually starts out by talking about the election fraud and ends with um, almost in a defeatist environment, hoping that almost like the last stand would be people standing in the gap. Now, for those of you that are joining us, I want to tell you that we are 100 percent a go for a protest. It is not a rally. I want to be clear. It is not a rally. A rally is yay, yay, rah, rah. This is not a rally. This is a redress of grievances. We know that you committed fraud. We have all the evidence you've committed fraud around the country. This is a fine. This is in the finality of saying we've had enough. You want to start there? Yeah, just want to make sure it's going to, the audio's coming in. Okay. All right. So I'm going to start right at the beginning. I'll skip through it a little bit because it is long. What's up, my freedom-loving friends? Want to drop in with you real quick with a midterm election update, which I think is one of the more critical races, and it's the governor race in Arizona between Carrie Lake and Katie Hobbs. The results are in. I would say disappointing results. So Katie Hobbs has been elected governor. Let's put it this way. I don't know if she was elected governor. She wins the governor's spot. Before we get into it, there's a few key things that I think are very important here. That's why I wanted to make this video, aside from just informing you of the results. But first, uh, please forgive the blood red background. I'm just going with the, the Biden vibe. You know, this, his historic speech that um, will certainly go down in history one way or the other. So I'm I'm just trying to be presidential, my friend. With the Arizona governor election, words that come to, to my mind, uh, there's a quote attributed to the piece of garbage, totalitarian monster, Joseph Stalin, communist ruler of Russia for a long time, committed so much genocide, but communism could work next time, right? Stalin words, what he said about elections are this, it's not the votes that count. It's the people who count the votes that count. It looks like it's possible. Corrupt powers that be in Arizona studied those words very carefully. So first off, setting this stage, Katie Hobbs in recent polls prior to the midterm elections, way down in polls. Some polls had her down by double digits. Now those are just polls. They're not tabulated legitimate votes. They're polls. But oftentimes elections turn out to be pretty darn close to the polls. This election turned out to be far removed from the polls. Katie Hobbs, you know, who won over Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake was immensely popular. People loved her. They'd come out to her rallies in droves. On social media, she has hundreds of thousands of followers. 
at the time of the election, and our followers have just grown since the midterms. At the time of the midterms, Katie Hobbs had less than 10,000 social media followers on Instagram specifically. It was like uh, well into the 400,000s for Carrie Lake, and I believe it was six or 7,000 followers for Katie Hobbs. Those aren't votes, yeah, they're followers, popular. but it's an super interesting popular. metric to pay attention to. Katie Hobbs <laughs> yeah. refused to debate Carrie Lake. Then probably the most pertinent piece of information, what I just said is basically noise. They're interesting factors to consider, like how did this objectively unpopular person beat an objectively very popular person who was out there campaigning every day, had fields and arenas full of people, raving fans, loving her. All right, so I'm going to stop it there because he goes on for a little bit. I want to get to where he reads the letter. Uh, but again, think about what he's saying. So, kind of like Trump. Very obvious questions that uh, I'll give JP some credit here. Very few uh, conservative influencers are willing to actually say any of this, including some who, you, who until uh, these midterms happened, were very, very pro-Trump. And then all of a sudden they jumped on the bandwagon of Trump is the reason we lost. Um, here's where he talks about the letter, I believe. Free and fair elections, period. And there are a group of people that are trying to hold this system accountable. I'll have a thought on that in a second. But first, here's their letter. They're Essentially, they're demanding a, a, a special election. Like, we got to do this election over on December 6th. Here it is. We demand a real midterm election immediately in Arizona. Three strikes for Secretary Hobbs and Maricopa County. The officials in Maricopa County are actively obstructing the will of Arizona voters. Between the via drawer three, the 30% voting failures on election day, and unexplained extended ballot counting, the election in Arizona cannot be trusted. Yeah, like it took him a week to tabulate the votes. Florida was done on the same night. It just leaves more room for things to happen the longer it takes to count. Anyway, enough is enough. Arizona citizens are no longer, uh, Arizona citizens no longer trust officials to count the votes of Arizonians with fidelity. The track record of incompetence and obstruction by Arizona's election officials and Secretary of State Katie Hobbs over the course of multiple elections proves they're untrustworthy. We, the people of Arizona, deserve better and we demand better. Demands for remedy. We immediately demand the following. A special master assigned to oversee Arizona elections, removing Katie Hobbs, Bill Gates, and Stephen Richer from election oversight. I have no idea how Bill Gates and Stephen Richer are involved here. Look, I can't confirm or deny it. Don't know. Number two of demands. Conduct a new election in Arizona on December 6, 2022. In-person voting, paper ballots, identification required, precinct level counting of ballots on December 6, 2022. So count the ballots on the same day. Ballot counted at the precinct, sorry, I, this is really small, and I read out loud at a kindergarten level. Joined by American citizens from across the country will peacefully descend on Arizona until the new election is conducted. Elections belong to the people. End of story. There's a massive amount of people that see that there was a problem here. And I don't know if you've seen the protests in Brazil over the past couple of weeks. Brazil elected a new president who just got out of prison. He's a socialist and he won the election. These protests in Brazil have millions of people. If you haven't seen the pictures, just look it up on DuckDuckGo or your favorite non-tyrant-controlled browser. And it's just incredible seeing people stand 
for free and fair elections. It's aside from free speech. That's the backbone of democracy, corrupt element within their system. Skip a little bit more. So as of now, Carrie Lake has lost the race for governor in Arizona. Uh, We don't know the vote counts, but we know how the votes were counted. That's all we know. There's suspicion, and um, I think it could be a problem. But with that said, yeah, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed. My fear was this is what was going to happen. You know, in any election, and I said this when Biden was running against Trump, what I saw in Biden, like, first off, I know he's gone. But also everything Biden's doing, it was very obvious he was going to do it. It's just like, okay, what's what's and he'll take things in that direction. Okay, so we won't listen to the whole thing. There's another uh, six minutes left. Uh, But he goes on to say something uh, and it it was like a little bit down uh, part of his message. But at the same time, he said very clear things. I don't know if you got something else out of this, Joe, but he said, listen, the remedies that we would get through the courts, uh, some of these these court cases that they look like they're going to file these legal challenges, they're not going to go anywhere because the whole system is corrupt. Uh, and you know, at the end, he said that he hopes that this leads to something further. Well, and he's putting out what what others are going to be pushing out over the next couple of days, which is the plan for what we do next. We are going to take to the streets. We are going to make it a sit-in. You know, the one thing the left taught us is that there are ways to get remedies. Um, that allow for people to see what's happening in this country. But, you know, there, there's a, everyone is responding to that letter, including Bill Gates. Not the Bill Gates you're thinking of, but Bill Gates. And this clown, literally, who is the head of the elections, came out and said, you know, there's been talks about having another election and we, we, will, we'll, we will decide. Let's go ahead and play it, Apollo. This, this, this basically is the most tone-deaf you are our slaves response you could possibly get. And he did it with a smile. Go ahead and play it. Hi, my name is Bill Gates and I'm chairman of the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors. You know, there's a lot of allegations and questions out there about the 2022 general election. And we're following up on those questions and we'll provide information when we have more. But you know, one thing that I'm hearing out there from some people is that we ought to redo the election. Well, what does Arizona law say about that? Arizona law says that all 15 county boards of supervisors across the state must conduct a canvas and decide whether to approve the canvas. Well, what is a canvas? It's the official tally of the votes. Soon, my colleagues and I will hold a public meeting, a canvas meeting, where we will have the opportunity to hear from (laughs) elections professionals, We will invite people from around the community to speak. And finally, we will decide whether to approve the official canvas. Thank you for paying attention, and we'll have more updates in the days to come. Isn't he so happy? Hey, guys, I know that you're demanding a new election that we just stole. We're going to have a canvas meeting. We'll decide for you. We're going to sit down and we're going to decide for you. It basically is gaslighting the American people and it's gaslighting the people of Arizona. It's easy to see. All you have to do is concentrate on the words that he uses. They want to say, we're we're working on this. They want to put just enough in there that says, hey, there might be hope to get a new, new election. The only way we get a new election Absent all the feds that are on the street, basically trying to cause trouble. They're going to try and cause trouble. 
They're going to try and make it a non-peaceful environment. They're going to try and bring people together that cause mass confusion. They're going to, because that's what feds do. But the reality still stands. Katie Hobbs, largely unpopular, would not debate, would not debate Carrie Lake at all. This, this reminds me of what we, what we just saw with Fetterman and how the media basically stood him up. This is gaslighting. This is holding on with both hands, just hoping to God that they can outlast us. That's what this is. And so this stand in Arizona is much more than just about Arizona. This is a stand for across the nation. This is a basically, listen, we're going to start it here. It'll spread across the entire United States. And by the way, we're not leaving. We're not leaving. And in, in Arizona, there is a large presence here of people who have just had enough. And when I go to a gas station and I see a bunch of people there and I ask them, like, how did you feel about the election? And they're like, yeah, it's, it was stolen. No matter where I went, just yesterday, no matter where I went, who I talked to, whether whatever their social status, it didn't matter. They all saw it the same way. Yeah, I've actually asked a couple of random people uh, last week. I was grabbing lunch with my brother and I asked a server like, hey, just curious. What do you think about the midterms? Like, you know, just open question. They said, yeah, none of it made sense. It was really confusing to me. Yeah. You know, it, remember, I put this up and before, but I went over and just been doing some analysis of Twitter. And I know that they're cleaning it up. And I know that the one fear that they have is that that uh, Elon Musk is going to do some massive cleanups of the bots and the, the Demcast. And remember, we reported on Demcast before and how the entire system that they have is designed to parrot this or repeat these these uh, uh, comments. And I, and I know that there are people that would say, oh, Joe, come on. But but let's let's talk about this for a minute. Let's go through. Um, let me see if I can find it really quick while I'm sitting here. There was an there was a post put up by Biden. Let's see if I can send it to you. And he's talking about ah, uh, it's not gonna let me. All right, give me a second. Let me see if I can find it here. Well, do you want, while you're finding that, you want me to run through some of this, uh, some of the attorney general yeah, stuff? Through, run through the, yeah, run through the letter real quick. Let me find this for you. Okay, so first of all, uh, while he's pulling that up, uh, Royer just reported that the Arizona attorney general wants a report on the voting machines. Uh, as we'll show you, they have, uh, Carrie Lake ran her own little operation and had attorneys going around all the polling locations. Um, but, this was from yesterday. Uh, Arizona Republican Attorney General Bernovich's office demanded that Maricopa County officials provide a report on the voting machine problems that caused delays in the battleground state. Delays is being very kind. A letter dated Saturday by Assistant Attorney General Jennifer Wright calls for county officials to report by November 28th, so about one week from today, on specific problems related to the printers at each location, as well as how poll workers were trained. And if you recall, they had issues with the printers. Uh, now, 
contrary to popular or the previous reports of like 25, 30% uh, after the fact, now there are, uh, there are people coming out and confirming that no, there were close to 50% of the tabulators were having massive issues, especially rejecting some ballots uh, up to six, seven, eight times before they were actually running through. They ran out of batteries, supposedly. They ran out of toner. They ran out of paper. There was, I don't know how, how you uh, run with the narrative that there's a paper shortage. It's a little bit too convenient, especially when the candidate, one of the candidates is, in fact, the Secretary of State. Uh, but Donald Trump seized on the issues with the machines. And Reuters says that our, his followers, who claimed without evidence it was a sign of an election fraud, no, what we claimed was with evidence there's some massive, massive problems, and it looks like they initiated another steal because it's all too convenient. About 20% of electronic vote tabulation machines in Maricopa, the state's most populous county, malfunctioned for a few hours. Uh, technicians were deployed to, uh, to fix them, says recorder Stephen Richer. A judge in Maricopa rejected a Republican request to keep polls open past their usual closing time. And remember... This is as people are waiting in line for an hour, two hours, just to be able to cast their ballot. Uh, and, you know, they in, in any sane world, this is very clear voter disenfranchisement, uh, especially given how clearly unprepared that they were purposefully or unpurposefully. Arizona saw Trump-backed, it's always Trump-backed Republicans, defeated in two high-profile races, namely Blake Masters and Carrie Lake. Lake has yet to concede, and God bless her for that. Uh, but. Bernovich wrote a letter. Let me make sure I can pull this up. And here it is, dated November 19th, to Mr. Thomas Liddy, the, uh, the attorney for Maricopa County. And he says, Dear Mr. Liddy, the Elections Integrity Unit of the Arizona Attorney General's <laughs> Office has received hundreds of complaints pertaining to issues related to the administration of the election in Maricopa County. These complaints go beyond pure speculation. They include firsthand witness accounts that were uh, specifically with Maricopa County's lawful compliance with election law. Further statements made by both Chairman Gates and Recorder Richer, along with Maricopa County, uh, released through official modes of communication, appear to confirm potential statutory violations. And so they have a few issues. and are requesting addresses to the following concerns. Number one, election day ballot on-demand printer configuration settings. This is something that we've reported on. Several other people have done some great work on it, including Brian and others. Uh, according to Maricopa County, at least 60 voting locations had issues related to some ballot on-demand printers having configurations that were not uniform. Uh, specifically one instance, how is it that all the mail-in ballots, which they were pushing so hard, uh, and JP talked about this as well, uh, why are the ballots different sizes? You have the ballots on election day, which are about an inch longer than those which were uh, submitted to, uh, you know, for their mail-in systems. So why why were the configuration settings off? Why why did they have the infrared settings turned off? It's way 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 too egregious. Uh, this appears to have resulted in ballots unable to be read on site. Uh, sworn complaints submitted by election workers employed by Maricopa County uh, say that the printers were tested Monday without any problems. 
Uh, and despite the successful testing the night before, the tabulators began experiencing problems reading ballots printed by the printers within 30 minutes of voting. A little bit too convenient. Uh, they have non-uniform ballot-on-demand printer configuration settings, voting locations that have problems. Uh, I'm going to skip this part because I just want to give you the, the overview. Election day checkout procedures were off. Following widespread reports of problems at voting locations on election day, Chairman Gates publicly stated voters who had already checked into ePollbook were having difficulties voting, uh, could check out of that location and would be able to nonetheless vote in another voting location. Based on sworn complaints, not only have poll workers reported they were not trained or not provided with information on how to execute checkout procedures, many voters have reported the second voting location required the voter to cast a provisional ballot. So, so here's the issue. Here's the issue as we start looking through this is that, first of all, I just put the post in there. Rasmussen put this up there. They, they started telling us that, oh, by the way, it's 20%. You saw the article that, by the way, happened after this came out. Lake Legal Team via campaign spokesman yesterday reported 48% of Maricopa election centers had printer or tabulator malfunction on election day, not the county estimated 20%. Witness for yourself a secure, fair, honest, and completely non-discriminatory election day below. This is that's the tweet I put inside the the uh, comments. This is what they say is acceptable. It's acceptable. This is a, this is acceptable. This this is what the American people stand up for. Spend a hundred million dollars a cycle for an election machine and a system that is not transparent that malfunctions, basically, if you had a phone that malfunctioned this many times, you'd throw the phone out the window. You wouldn't keep it. People used to complain about Facebook glitching for uh, uh, for five seconds. And you have people that for hours were disenfranchised. And you wanna tell us that that's, that's normal. You wanna tell us that it's normal that the ballots were sent to Runbeck to be counted because they have high-speed scanners. That's normal. It's normal to take it outside of the purview of the American people. It's normal to have the ability for all of these people to be connected by radical left donations via Act Blue, and that that's normal. It's normal to send all English-speaking people home while they continue counting at the tabulation centers. That's normal. This is all normal stuff that should happen. Normal. And it takes it does not take a rocket scientist to figure out what we're dealing with today and the fact that you your voice does not matter. JP was telling you your voice doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You you don't matter. But you have clowns out there that want to say there's no evidence. There is mountains of evidence. Yesterday, I got to sit with someone who walked through using the uh R squared. Okay, so anybody anybody Familiar with regression? Are you familiar with regression, Apollo? Yeah, sure. Regression analysis shows me these charts, and it shows the the it shows you the trends of each one of the independent Republicans and Democrats, and it shows you how Democrats comes down, independents goes up, and it shows this cluster of votes that shows you how they're cheating inside of the election system. 
And remember, we do have an excellent sponsor of the show, and that is Air Medicare Network. So today's podcast is, again, sponsored by Air Medicare Network. And if you live in a rural area that's hard to reach by road, or if you like to hike or spend a lot of time outdoors or do uh, you know dangerous things like some of us like to do that may require some emergency medical attention, we all want to make sure that our family is protected in a medical emergency. Uh, and health insurance will not always cover the cost of an emergency medical flight if, in fact, you do need one. But with Air Medicare Network, you are covered. For as little as $85 a year, not only you, but your entire household will be covered in case you ever need air medical transport. Uh, this is a super, super good deal, very low cost, and it's insurance that if you need it, you do want to make sure that you have it. I know people personally who have had to cover those costs, and believe me, they are very expensive. So simply visit airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily. Receive up to a $50 Visa gift card back when you sign up today. That's airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily and promo code is daily. Go check them out. The machines themselves and the mail-in ballots are the epicenter of the fraud in the system. Now, they won't show us the source code. No one gets access to the source code. You're just supposed to trust it. You're supposed to trust that as your vote goes from a precinct level, because you can't count. Again, small to mean businesses, you can't take care of yourself, only do business with, with Walmart or Target during the pandemic, Amazon, make, let's prop those companies up. But small to mean business can't do it. So we can't count our ballots at a precinct level on paper, which would make it very easy. We're, we can't do that because somewhere along the line, you guys don't know how to count. But the election system, which has a high adjudication rate and has all these problems, it can figure it out best than, better than you can, okay? And we're spending $100 million, which is four times that, that would cause you to do it if you did it by yourself. But nothing to see here, nothing to see here. And we're supposed to sit back and go, oh, everything's okay, everything's okay. When the radical left does nothing but lie. And actually, I'm not even sure it's a radical left, it's this establishment that has really just gotten out of control. So I think this protest that we have in Arizona is gonna be uh, a litmus test for what the rest of America is willing to sacrifice in order to finally put an end to this. Yeah, I 100% agree. Um, and I wanna see that analysis too. Uh, I think that might be something that we can we should go through. Um, if the, who, I won't ask you, I'll ask you after. Um, but just to finish up, uh, with the things that Brnovich uh, mentions, ballots de deposited in door three or box three, whatever they call it, uh, which this made no, no sense door, door when they started three, rolling this three. out anyways. Um, you know, they came out and it was confirmed afterwards that these ballots all ended up getting mixed in with everything anyways. Uh, I mean, this whole, this whole narrative is just, it's ridiculous. Uh, so he finishes Arizona, Arizona's deserve a full report and accounting of the problems that occurred related to Maricopa's administration of the election. Uh, as the canvas is looming, these issues relate to Maricopa's ability to lawfully certify election results, and they are requesting these on or before November 28th. So we'll see what they come up with. Well, I think that the really, the really big part about this is that they don't feel like they're accountable to the American people at all. I mean, what they Bill Gates like says, says that. Well, I mean, let's let's talk about let's talk about a lawyer having a conversation with, um, <laughs> having a conversation with uh, Liddy. 
<laughs> do we have that? Do we have that post? Oh, the uh, his his lovely video. video? Yes, I do have yeah. that. So, so let's talk about this. This is a lawyer for um, Kerry Lake that is reaching out, asking questions very nicely, recorded the conversation because he said that he was being harassed and threatened, right? I want you to listen to this because the only one that did the harassing was this radical leftist piece of trash. Go ahead and play it. And before we move on, today's show is sponsored by Augusta Precious Metals. They help retirement savers use gold IRAs to diversify and hedge against this crazy economy. Augusta is different. They don't push fear and doom like some gold IRA companies. They're all about compliance, transparency, and educating people to protect their retirement. Augusta has thousands of five-star ratings and hundreds of great reviews. Their most famous customer, quarterback Joe Montana, Loved the company's mission so much he's now their paid ambassador. Even Money Magazine says Augusta is the best gold IRA company. So don't get into a gold IRA nightmare. Protect your retirement savings with a reliable, transparent company. Get Augusta's free guide from their website. You can go to www.augustapreciousmetals.com. That is A-U-G-U-S-T-A preciousmetals.com. A company that puts its money where its mouth is. Love it. Get the Augusta Precious Metals free gold IRA guide at www.augustapreciousmetals.com and do something now about protecting your retirement. And there are just a, a heads up. Uh, there are a couple cuss words in here. Uh, so if you have a kid in the room, but uh, it's a volunteer, I believe, for Cary Lake. And then this is Maricopa County Attorney Tom Liddy. I'm doing my job, helping you do your job. I think we're in agreement. We don't want that stuff to happen. Yeah, I completely understand what your job is. I did it for years. For the United yeah. State and for the Congressional Committee and for candidates. I understand. One, th one thing that would be really helpful is for us to be able to say that Tom Liddy is giving us good information. And that's one thing that is in your control, and we would really appreciate no, it. And guess what? Let me educate you. I cannot control what you say. Okay? You can say whatever you want to say. I can't. That's not what he said. Now, if you're not happy working with me, and you don't want to continue working with me, and you don't want to ask your questions, then we'll just stop. I don't give a shit. No, Tom. That's 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 the opposite of what I'm saying. I want to work with you. I want to get the right information. I don't want disinformation out of there. That is what I'm working for. I'm not looking for disinformation. I just you got me two questions. I'm going to go ask them. Yeah, I know. I'm not saying that you're giving me bad information. I'm just saying we're getting a lot of information, and we want we want to make sure what we're getting is accurate. Hold on a second. Who am I talking to? Who is this? This is. Let me tell you something. You sound like you're threatening. I'm definitely not threatening you, and I promise that I'm not. Listen, if I don't get these answers to you quickly, you're not going to be able to tell the crazy people that I've been helpful. I don't give a fuck. Is that clear enough? Yes, Tom, and I want to promise you I'm, I'm not threatening you. I'm, Thank you, No more threats from Tom. De de definitely no threats. Good. Okay, I I'm just saying what I'm worried about. I don't care. Okay, and you don't care. All right. Do you have a fourth question for me? I, I think that's all our questions, Tom. All right, so let me go and try to get to the answers. Thank you, Tom. I appreciate right. it. Thanks.
Okay, so I want to say something, Apollo. Who is he having a conversation with? Let, Dude, let's Tom? go through this. Let, no, yeah, Tom Lee, let's go, go, let's go through the conversation real quick. He's saying, I need questions answered. Here, let's go through it. Here, you, you try to, you, you be the guy that's talking to Tom, right? Hey, Tom, I have, uh, I have some questions about the information that we're getting. Just some very straightforward questions. Why are you asking me what I ate for breakfast? You know what? Why are you asking me? You feel threatened about you asking me what I had for breakfast. Tom, you know what? Tom, I'm not threatening. I'm not threatening, Tom. I'm just asking questions about the information because we're getting a lot about of my dog. Why'd you say that about my dog? Why would you talk that way about my dog? Tom, you have a very nice dog, I'm sure. I just would like to get some information. You know what? I like olive oil. And you know what? You trying to, it doesn't matter to me. You're going to go talk to crazy people. And if I don't get back to you with the olive oil bottle, right? If I don't get back to you with the bottle, it's going to be a real problem. So I just, you know, I, do you have a fourth question for me? I know you've only asked me two questions, but do you have a fourth one? I just want to know, do you care? Why are you threatening me? Why you're threatening me? Why are you threatening me? What's your name? What's your name? What's your name? Yeah, well, no, what's your name? What's your name? I, you know, I got to know your name. Yeah. Hey, you know what? This is not going to work. You keep threatening me. You have another question for me? No, Tom. Thanks for your time. So this is the point. That's literally like point. how that call went. That's how stupid this that's was. That's that's how the call went. The call went where he's on one side trying to build a case where he has someone sitting in front of him. There's someone sitting in front of him and he's like acting like there's being threats made so that he can go over there and say, someone is threatening me on a call. That's exactly how it went. And then this guy over here is like, what are you talking about? As calm as can be. Um, yeah, I just want answer. I want good, good information. We need to share good information. That is the epitome of what the radical left is doing in every way, shape, and form. They are molding. They're they're molding some sort of narrative that has nothing to do with reality. I, I mean, it's as, it's as dumb as having a conversation with you, Apollo, about what I ate for breakfast, or the fact that you don't like my dog, or that maybe the olive oil is the wrong color, wrong color bottle. It's irrelevant to the conversation. It's stuff that they're building. And this is why it's so important for everyone to understand that the left, they're liars. This establishment, they're liars. The Uniparty creates chaos. Let's just clear out the chaos. This is what they're afraid of, right? And yeah, we're going to have a little humor in the middle of this because I think it's important that we heal your heart as we walk through this process. Here are well, the things that we know for... Go ahead, sorry. I was just just think about the the narcissism and the arrogance that you would have to have in a situation like this where that county had so many issues and the people are asking for very simple answers to those questions, very simple answers to what exactly happened, uh, especially given the turnout based on the projections. And that guy has the nerve to yell at this guy and say, I don't really care. I mean, that, that, is, that is some next level, uh, you know, pathetic deflection. You, you have to be a real arrogant piece of garbage to do that. Well, and, and this is where this is where we get into how do we get people to kind of just move into normalized behavior, right? Normalized behavior. You have Fetterman that can't complete a sentence. You got Nancy Pelosi that can't complete a sentence. You have Joe Biden that can't complete a sentence, and they are normalizing stupidity. They're literally telling you that there's nothing to see here while they can't answer questions, while they can't actually form a coherent uh, narrative. They can't. 
because the narrative doesn't make sense. So the easiest way is to create something where you can bumble over, over yourself. And then that becomes a story. The story is quite simple. They are stealing elections all over the country. They're not just stealing them in one place. They're stealing them everywhere at every level. It is not going to go away and we are not going to go away. But the epicenter of all of this has to be Arizona. It has to be. And when they say you can't go on the streets because it's going to get violent, you know what? We can police ourselves. We can police ourselves. And if somebody gets violent, you, 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 you and, and everybody's like, oh, you can't zip time. Why can't you? This state is a detainment state. If someone commits violence, you are allowed to detain them. If multiple people commit violence, you are allowed to detain, detain them. But, but we have to stop pretending that we have free and fair elections that are transparent. They're not transparent. And you can't argue that they are. I have over and over and over again asked everyone out there on the radical left that has experience, that knows what they're talking about, not some talking head, but knows what they're talking about, to come and debate. Let's have a conversation. But you can't even get the Secretary of State of Arizona to debate Carrie, Carrie Lake talking about the compromises inside of the system. And they are scared to death that Carrie Lake and Mark Fincham and Blake Masters would have gotten into office so they did everything they could to cheat the system. It's not just a cheat of, of the voice of Arizona. It's a cheat of everyone across the nation. Widely popular candidates. I'm going to hide in my basement. I'm going to run from Project Veritas, and I'm still going to win. Do you know how silly that sounds? People are just not... It's not a predisposition. And if you look at the math and science and you look at the technology coming out of the machines, you, just, you look at what that math and science tells us, including, by the way, Ed Solomon, which is doing, a, is doing an amazing report right now. It's impossible to ignore because they have, not put any, they have not put any experts out there. None. There are no experts. They just have people that say, nothing to see here, safe and fair election, but they're not explaining it either. And when they do explain it, like the person down in, in Georgia, they, it's a bunch of gobbledygook that says that this database got corrupted with this database and they talk to each other and then it spit out this information, knowing that that construct cannot happen. And anyone that knows technology knows it can't happen. So when JP talks about us waking up, this is what he's talking about. He's talking about the fact that we're, we're not this stupid. We're not this stupid. And the people that are stupid to have the loudest voices, yeah, people are tired of them even opening their mouth. And so the only the only violence is going to occur here is when we get attacked by them, not here in Colorado or in, in Arizona, but across the board. When we get attacked by them and we said, you know what, y y violence begets violence. We're going to put you down like a dog. That's the only place it's going to happen. Let's let's jump into this if we can. This is Carrie Lake put out a war room tweet. She was on this morning with Steve Bannon um, and Maricopa County said, we continue to answer your election-related questions this weekend. Here, Chairman Bill Gates speaks on whether Election Day printer problems impact in certain areas more than others. Whew, unbelievable. And it says, preserve your, your documents, Bill. And that's from the war room. And then if you see this, the RNC has roving attorneys quietly monitoring Maricopa County Senators. One has finally released his damning finding reports. The first round of counting is over and the battle just barely beginning. Some preliminary shots being fired and what is expected to be a bruising post-election struggle over the ballots should be counted in the race to become Arizona's governor. Media organizations have proclaimed Democrat Katie Hobbs the winner, although the gap between her and Republican Kerry Lake is less than 20,000 votes, which means that even in the best of times, a recount would be held. As you get further into this, 
You look at the stuff that she's finding in Maricopa, but these are not the best of times with trust and short supply and scars from the state's battle over the 2020 election results still fresh. Both sides are digging in, luring up and, fi and firing broadside at the, each other before the recount of lawsuits begin. According to the report in time, Lake's campaign spent $2 million to monitor the counting of votes and is prepared with lawsuits based on the facts when necessary. Time said 40 lawyers were in one central war room while roving attorneys monitor polling places and, and vote counting operations. This is the most robust election day operation and post-election operation that everyone has ever seen. Brady Smith, the campaign manager, chief political uh, strategist said, goes on to say that a glimpse of what late campaign might use as fodder for its lawsuit were shared with the Western Journal in the form of a report from Mark uh, Sonenclar about the roving attorney saw on election day. The Western Journal has not independently identified the claims in this report. Uh, Son and Clark said 10 roving attorneys out of 16 responded to a survey. He sent them and that his report covers 115 voting places out of the 223 places in Maricopa County. Overall, he, he wrote 72 of the 115 uh, voting center, 62.61 we visited, had material problems with the tabulators not being able to tabulate ballots causing voters to either deposit their ballots into box three, spoil their ballots and revote, or get frustrated and leave the vote center without voting. In many vote centers, the tabulators rejected the initial insertion of a ballot almost 100% of the time, although the tabulators might still accept the ballots on a second, third, fourth, fifth, or even sixth attempt insert of the ballot. Um, this is, I don't even know how to, I don't even know how to, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Well, I mean, they to... got him. They got him. Yeah. I mean, they know that there's there's too much going on. So that idiot, uh, Bill Gates, goes on there and says, "Yeah, so we're getting a lot of questions. Just stay patient. We're going to do some canvassing, and we'll tell you if we want to respect this. We're gonna, you know, we're still the arbiters of reality and of and of justice. We're the ones. While we've completely, uh, you know, banged up this entire mess." Uh, just just be patient. We'll give you the answers. We'll give you the information because we're the ones that are in charge. And then the candidate who was not the one running the election, she had people going out there and they themselves, the attorneys, can show very clearly that uh, the issues demand an investigation. The American people uh, can be quite sure that things were amiss and that their call for a new election is not out of order. This episode of Conservative Daily is brought to you by DCF Guns. They're not just a supporter and a partner of the show. They're an organization that is on the front line of promoting safe and responsible gun ownership. Along with being a staunch defender of the Second Amendment, they have a lot of different things inside of their three ranges and stores. So they have a gunsmith at every location. They have the ability to do massive amounts of training, uh, anything from beginners all the way up to uh, competitive shooting. Um, they're also the best gun store in Colorado. Uh, between a mar massive arsenal of top-tier firearms and competitive pricing on ammunition, they're a go-to resource for newcomers and expert shooters alike. Memberships there start for as little as $25 a month and offer an arsenal of benefits beyond that, such as store-wide discounts and special access to training. Even better, what you're seeing right now is DCF Guns also has an e-commerce option, meaning you can take advantage of the awesome prices without leaving your home. Just visit dcfguns.co and start browsing. I do want to tell you that as a listener of conservative-daily.com, you get an additional 5% off 
everything in the store. You have to use discount code Joe. That's J-O-E. That's discount code Joe. Go to dcfguns.co and use discount code Joe. J-O-E. That's me. Or it's coffee, cup of Joe. Um, but you can go there and save an additional 5% off every single thing on the site. Um, as always, we'll keep the range hot and the deals hotter only at DCF Guns in Castle Rock and Colorado Springs and now online, available to everyone across the entire country. Yeah, so I think this is where we start to kind of break down the the elements of the fraud and where the fraud exists. We have people like uh, uh, Paul Ryan that are saying that are saying nothing to see here. That it's Trump. It's because Trump ran. They're ignoring the big elephant in the room, which is the voting machines. And and by the way, if the voting machines cost four x what they should cost, if you were to hand count them at a precinct level, and you have two hundred twenty three polling places around Maricopa County. Let's do the math real quick, shall, shall we? Can we can we do that? Sure. So we have, what, 2 million people in Maricopa County that vote? Right? Yeah. 2 million. And we'll divide that by 223. So at its worst day, 8,968 polling places, right? People on the polling place, if it was 2 million, right? If it was only the 223. Does that sound fair? Sure. So you're telling me we can't count, and I think the precinct level is much less than that. We can't count 3,000 ballots, 4,000 ballots. We can't count them at a precinct level and be accurate and save $80 million a cycle. We can't do that. We can't use paper and have an ID. We can't tell people the most important thing that you face most important thing that you have, which is your voice, that we want it behind a curtain. See, I, I don't think this is about, to, to me, well, it's not think, about Republican or Democrat. Well, just think about this too. Uh, according to the Maricopa County's elections department, they have registered voters 2.4 million, a little over 2.4 million, but active early voting was 1.9. So how many does that actually leave who showed up on supposedly uh, also including those who showed up and dropped their ballots in person. Uh, I mean, you're not even looking at a million people. So you're telling me that they had all this early voting. They had, if you believe the, this list at all, which obviously we don't, but active early voting as of 11-1 is 1.928 million people. And they still have yeah. all, all these issues. That's ridiculous. You're looking at, if if you just go by those numbers alone, there are less people who supposedly, by those numbers, according to the Maricopa County Elections Department, less people who showed up on Election Day than exist as voters in uh, in District 3 here in Colorado, where they waited a week to announce the Bobert one. Yeah, so we, we talk about the Bobert one. This is an area that went up by plus 12 in her district when they did the redistricting, gave her about another 12% for the Republicans, and she won by less than 1,000 votes. I mean, think about that. And by the way, the Democrat enthusiasm went down in her area and was picked up by the independents. Look, we, we, have, all the, we have all of the evidence. And when people tell you that there's no evidence because the court said, the court said, the court said, we just saw we just saw a district attorney release someone that under a grand jury indictment, Koenig, the Koenig CEO, grand jury indictment indicted him and the and the, the DA let that person go. 
we were watching what happened in we'll, we'll use the thing in colorado where a maniac radical leftist a radical leftist 22 year old anderson lee aldrich radical leftist radical built a bomb in july of 2021 had the bomb squad out there they had to take him into custody fast forward less than a year and a half later he's not in jail still has guns not red flagged not in a mental institution and goes into a gay bar and shoots it up killing five or six people and that guy that guy is is the that's the epitome of what you have with the radical left that that's it right but the court system failed so the court system failed in california the court system failed in colorado the court everywhere you turn around every place you turn around the judiciary is compromised the judiciary is doing the biddings of someone other than the people because the laws are very very simple consequences are very very simple and yet we want to now talk about the talking heads that want to ignore what's happening in Arizona and tell you, let's go after assault rifles. He used a handgun. This is where we're at. Let's give a shout out if we can to uh, Mike Lindell and MyPillow. So you can go to MyPillow and actually uh, use code CD21. as Charlie David 21 and save up to 70%. He's also got a 90% off. You can use CD21 to get up to the overstock sale. Christmas 60-day money-back guarantee through March 1st, 2023. Use promo code CD21. Save up to 90% off. Um, okay. I want to say thank you to Captain Brad Fry. He just sent me over the information from Ed Solomon. Uh, Ed Solomon just finished a report on three candidates. We'll use that. Um, it looks like he solved for the election fraud in the machines. Pretty good. Now, again, no hopium. What JP is saying and what most people are saying is that we, frankly, we're, the courts are not going to be able to do the job for us. It's only going to be the people. So getting to the streets, because and, and by the way, if, if it wasn't true, then the feds would not be out in full force. They wouldn't be all over Arizona trying to basically create misinformation and get involved and say that they're the ones running the group and that let's go out and do a honk and ride and let's do these rallies. They're not rallies, they're protests. This is a redress of grievance. We want to get out there and we want to stay there until we actually get to the bottom of it. So next thing on the list that I want to talk about that I think is important is the FTX debacle. Apollo. Yeah, and I love the fact that the mainstream media is not talking about this. They still are not covering this. You guys, this is like a over-the-moon level ridiculous. Uh, I mean, the level of corruption, the, the, the massiveness of this scandal really cannot be overstated at this point. And what, what is everyone focusing about? You want to talk about corruption and... Uh, uh, you know, malfeasance in the tech sphere. All they want to talk about is Elon Musk. The whole thing is, oh, Musk is, uh, he brought Trump back. The whole, the whole uh, legacy media establishment is talking about the fact that it's going to cause problems. All the headlines, Donald Trump's return to Twitter is going to make all of this worse. Elon Musk is destroying free speech. And they don't want to touch the fact that all these people 
Uh, you have Sam Bankman Freed, this dude with his cute little, uh, you know, his cute little profile picture, which has some very interesting uh, graphics in it. So after all the things that we've already seen uh, come out relating to how they set this whole thing up, it was run by a bunch of children, basically, who were all living together and apparently having, uh, you know, having open relationships with each other uh, and, and their ties to the Democratic Party. Uh, most recently, the, uh, the big guy, SBF, cashed out $300 million during a funding spree. Uh, this is from Breitbart. Wall Street Journal reports during a funding round that raised $420 million for the crypto exchange FTX, almost three quarters of the money went directly to the founder and Democrat super donor Sam Bankman-Fried. And keep in mind, so the whole, when they say super listen, donor, go ahead. So the whole thing was a was the whole thing was a Ponzi scheme in order to funnel money. All of those people lost their money in this in this environment, and and no, nobody said anything about it. And that money went to the people that, by the way, are investigating <laughs> Freed as we speak. Yep, we, we have a breakdown of societal norms. We have a breakdown of the ethical and moral standards, and we have a breakdown of law. Right. So right now we're living in a lawless society. I'm not going to play by it. I think at some point we have to reset that clock and get rid of these people. And that means a complete clean out of the judiciary, complete clean out of the, the legislative group, backing up laws, legislation, shrinking the federal government. I mean, these are the things that the people actually want. They don't want vaccines in every arm with getting jabbed every day. They don't want the, the uh, what is it, the, the pharmaceutical companies to have free reign over us and, by the way, have immunity. They don't want it. And they don't want justice to take as long as it's taking in this country. Justice takes money and it takes time. And it shouldn't. It shouldn't. Someone shouldn't be able to walk free while they do harm to the American people. And by the way, if you commit an election crime, like these election uh, machine companies that are owned by the same private equity firms. And by the way, I'm going for all that information. I want... I'm going to subpoena every single record. I want to know who put money in it, how much money they put in it. I want every bit of it for every one of those companies. I want to know, I'm going to go to the PE firm and I'm going to say, I want all your information. I want all of it. Through these lawsuits, I'm going to get all of it, get access to all of it. And as soon as the judge turns around and says, oh, you're not allowed to have access to it, I'm going to say, oh, see, another judge. There's another judge that is in the pockets of those guys. Our system is broken down. It's broken down because radical leftists are just absolute trash. And actually, the establishment's right far behind, right behind them. Hundred percent. All right. Um, so let's let's go through, go through more of this if we can, because I, I think it's important. Braybart talked about that, but we also have um, an article in the uh, Gateway Pundit. Joe Hoff put this out, and is breaking the uh, FTX tether, the CIA drug cartels, and Ukraine. This article is amazing. Yeah, this is great. Um, this is written by by Joe Hoft. Uh, the title is FTX Tether CIA Drug Cartels in Ukraine. Uh, and he mentions that the FTX scandal is only getting started. And again, I'll reiterate, partly because no one is actually looking at it other than independent journalists. No one is is touching this stuff. Uh, I mean, th this could this is Biden laptop level stuff. Another cryptocurrency by the name Tether is also on the brink of failing, and both FTX and Tether appear to have been tools of the deep state. Uh, a week ago, it was reported that FTX was a money, money laundering scheme in Ukraine where money was sent there and then back to U.S. politicians, specifically the DNC. Uh, you want to go into this Revolver article, Joe? 
Oh, absolutely. I'll let you start on it. Go, go ahead. So Revolver added more to this story overnight in a lengthy article. Revolver notes, first, FTX may not be the largest crypto-related entity to collapse in the coming months. Another by the name of Tether, or USDT, is also in trouble. USDT or Tether is what is known as a stablecoin, meaning that instead of fluctuating and being highly uh, variable, like you know, you see Bitcoin and some of these other things, which have crashed uh, massively in the last couple 80%. of weeks. Yeah, yeah, huge, huge dip. Uh, it is supposed to be equal in value to one U.S. dollar. So it's supposed to be tied to the USD. While most cryptos are wildly speculative, backed by nothing, uh, Tether is supposedly to be backed directly by a U.S. dollar or an extremely liquid, wait, reliable wait, wait, investment. Wait, 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 wait. Ready? Go for it. <laughs> Ready? There's no evidence Tether actually works this way. Right? So when you start talking about how you... They're minted out of the crypto ecosystem. When somebody gives Tether limited dollars to create them, and that is how it all works, Tether will be fine. But there's no evidence that Tether actually works that way. Repeat, there's no proof that Tether stable coins are backed by the store of tangible assets that is supposed to justify their value. You want to know why? Because Tether has never been audited. No one knows if Tether has a $68 billion uh, market value is really backed by the dollar, which means, by the way, that there's no money. There's no money behind it and nobody has audited it at all i mean let me repeat that again no one has audited it at all well and remember so it mentions uh in in this article by joe uh when he's quoting revolver that alameda alameda research is the quantitative trading firm founded by sam bankman fried and his partner in crime alameda ceo carolyn ellison uh, so Carolyn Ellison's an interesting character. I, I looked and I was, uh, I was going through some of her social stuff. Uh, she's got some very interesting thoughts out there, but I believe it was her father who like, how <laughs> th th this really blows me away. This guy is the head of the sec. And at the same time was in 2016, the CFO for Hillary Clinton's campaign for president. And now this thing is being outed as a as a money laundering, you know, operation, sending all this stuff to Ukraine. Uh, I mean, so, again, so the CIA pops up everywhere. Let's work the problem, right? There's no legal basis for those to exist. There's no auditing that happened. It there's no law. Nobody stepped in. Nobody stepped in to say, "Hey, no, we're we're done." Nobody is protecting the assets of the American people. Nobody's protecting the assets of the American people in the stock market. Nobody's protecting the assets of the American people tied to the dollar. They're spending whatever they want in the in the uh, government. They, Thirty-one trillion dollars. Let's go. Just print, 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 print more money. But I, I don't know if people understand what exactly is happening here. But it's not good. It's not good. And if we don't, if we do not get in the streets, if we do not stand in the gap, if we do not come together. Thanksgiving be damned. Thanksgiving is is just another day, because at the end of the day, we we have we we have nothing. We have, we we literally have nothing left to give, and they're still trying to take more meat off the bone. The radical left and the establishment are doing everything that they can to push us into a hole. That's it for part one of this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. Part two is coming up next, and you don't want to miss it. Thanks for listening. God bless America.